Welcome to the Wheel of Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 19 and 20 of The Fires of Heaven, Memories, and Jengai Pass. Enjoy! Welcome to Season 5, Episode 10. It's our 10th episode since we've started this book. Moving right along. So a couple of little announcements. Uh, Patreon, we have no new patrons, um, but did want to highlight that we are currently at 74 patrons total. So oh, Wow, that's awesome. Thank you, yeah, guys. So thank you, guys. Um, yeah, thank you so much. So it's a, it's a good number. And, um, and thanks for everybody that supports us. Uh, just a huge thank you. Um, it's awesome. Just even if we had one, that'd be amazing. Um, yeah. And speaking of, of Patreons, uh, if you listen to our episode that came out last week or this morning, if you're listening live, we had one of our patrons actually do our intro, which was really cool. Uh, one of our, our top level patrons, uh, Remy, uh, was so kind to do the intro for us. Um, she wanted That's to. Cool. And, uh, I might actually really listen real. to the episode. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you so much um for for doing that for us um and of course always thank you david who's live and chat with us david! our other uh bella member so bella as far as giveaways go um we are not we're, they're all done um we've done all february's giveaways um march we'll have more giveaways um they've all been ordered some have already been shipped out no one's gotten their giveaway yet but um we're eight days in and I have got all of them done and ordered. So we are good to go. I will start rolling towards the end of this month. Um, you know, I'll, I'll start doing some more giveaways for the March month, uh, that they'll end in March, but they'll start the giveaways at the end of the month. That's usually how I do things. So, um, yeah, more giveaways coming guys. So I think we're doing five or four next, next month. I don't know. I have to look at the spreadsheet, but more giveaways. Keep it, keep on the socials. They'll come. They'll, they'll be there. Um, and then as far as guests go, uh, we do have a guest tonight. So we have uh, Mandy and Twitch from The Glee Man's Apprentice uh, coming whoop, whoop. to join us. Yeah. Um, and, and they're no stranger to us, at least Chris and I, because uh, we've actually been on their podcast before. I uh, did yeah. a little bit of, a, of, of working through a song uh, a few months ago <laughs> and, uh, and, and had a lot of fun doing it with Andrew and, uh, and, and both these guys. So um, tell us a little more about your podcast, what you guys do, everything about it, and uh, take it away. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, just like you guys. We're a first-time reader podcast. Uh, I'm the the guy that's been going through these books for years and years and years. And Mandy is the new reader. She, uh, I, I did. She did read the first four books before I convinced her to reread them so that we could do a podcast together. Um, but now we're pretty much exactly where you guys are in book five in this whole new territory. And um, I don't know if you want to add anything. Yeah, this is new to me. I, I enjoy fantasies, and uh, we actually, the chapters we're going through today, Twitch and I just covered last week in our recording, so. so it's awesome. very fresh. Good timing. Yes. So Mandy yes. can't spoil you, Chris, because she's looking just right off. I was just thinking that. I was like, damn, we could actually have a good conversation, but <laughs> you can't give me anything I shouldn't already know. Then again, perspective is key. Because yeah. I find that Ian and I always see things a little bit differently, and we always end up coming up with different predictions that sometimes are right, 
So between the two of us, we should come up with some really good stuff. All right. All right. And then as far as personal life goes, um, so a couple of things going on right now. One, you'll recognize you don't hear Ian's voice at all because Ian is not here with us. Yeah, he had to uh, go to sleep because he injured his hip uh, while deployed. I'm not sure if it was work-related injury, but um, he hasn't slept in three days, he said, because he's been so much pain. And he finally went to the doctor because it was getting so bad. And uh, they gave him pain medication and a cane. So I called him an old man. I told him he needs to quit uh, teaching, teaching the, the guests or the, the refugees how to dance and showing the old college dance moves. And you're too old for, you're too old to be bending and snapping, you know, and uh, throwing your hip out. So, uh, so he's sleeping right now, uh, hopped up on pain meds. Um, and I told him, you know, get better. Don't, don't worry about a podcast tonight. You know, it's more important that he heals himself, of course. Um, and I can't wait to see pictures of uh of an awesome um uh, um him with a cane doing a little little limp (laughs) you know what i bet you he'd look quite like a he probably belonged to that cane you know some people just have that look like they could pull a cane off ian has that look like it with a little bit of a red beard going and he could definitely pull off a cane really well give him a red suit and a top hat and (laughs) (laughs) like a walk around like a pimp king is Uh that what you're saying (laughs) That are some lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking like a like a gnome walking around the garden. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh, that's good. So, as far as my personal life, um, yeah, uh, lucky charms. Sorry, I'm still... the best meme um, of Ian as a leprechaun gets something from me. We'll get him a shot glass. I can afford that. <laughs> if someone is able to uh, make Ian a leprechaun and, send, and share the meme in Dragon's Den, the best one, Chris is going to vote on which one he likes the best and uh, on our Discord server, and you'll get a will reach shot glass. So yes. find a picture of Ian. They're, they're, they're scattered throughout <laughs> Discord in different places. Uh, I can even get Ian maybe to send a picture in uh. and not tell him what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> you can put his face on something or cartoon, whatever you want to do. Be creative. Um, so yay, giveaways. <laughs> um so um other personal life. So of course we are expecting we're in the any day now phase. Um uh, really we think they're going to induce on the 18th, so 10 days from now. So oh, yeah. um so we're in that kind of window where um if I cut this podcast early, it's because I'm running to the hospital. Um <laughs> Uh, my wife's in the other room watching TV, so um, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll know right away. And <laughs> see you guys later. And with that being said, there might be some disruption, of course, in the podcast in the next few weeks. With that, uh, obviously, I am not going to be recording live from the hospital. I think my wife would kill me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sorry, honey, you're in labor. I got to do a podcast right now. <laughs> not going to fly. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously um, there, 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 there might be a week we take off when that happens, um, depending on the timing. I mean, if it happens on a Wednesday night, probably next Tuesday, I'll be good. But if it uh, happens like on a Sunday, Monday or Tuesday or something like that, then I'll probably still be in the hospital. Probably not. My priorities will not be this. Although I love you guys. I love you guys a lot. I do have priorities and this, this does come second to the birth of a child. <laughs> Barely second. I mean, this is like a child. So. <laughs> this is like my child, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. It take, yeah. So, 
So, yeah, so my whole life's just basically revolving around that and work. Um, work is super busy right now. My nine to five job is the busiest it's ever been in my entire career. I say my entire career. Um, when I first started working, I, I used to pull all nighters and that was really busy. But this is in years, I have not been this busy. Um, it's a good thing, but I'm tired and I'm stressed. But it's a good stress because there's a lot of good things happening. It's just there's a lot of things happening. So it's it's stressful still, nonetheless. So. Um, yeah, I'd be happy to have a little bit of a, of a break and I'll have stress from baby stress, but it won't be work stress anymore. So <laughs> I'll take off a, few, a little bit of days for that. So we'll see, we'll see, but yeah, that's my personal life right now. Uh, the baby watch. And what about you, Chris, what's going on? It's so weird to go next. Like normally I, it's, I, I like listen to Ian. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, but no, for me, the, the same old struggles, um, Friday, the embalm was dropped on me quite a few times this past Friday by a student to the point where I was like, one more of those and I'm going to show you how quick my switch can be flipped. <laughs> and you may not make it out of here walking. But, uh, and, and it's sad to say that I, I've reached my level of tolerance for, for children. So I've put my class on complete and total lockdown. Like they don't speak or breathe without permission, which has been really nice because my blood pressure has not shot up to 152 over 97 like it did on Friday. I literally, I, I was physically angry to the point to where my blood pressure was way up. And I was like, you know what? It's just not worth it. So um, other than that, just trying to learn to relax and actually take my self-care um, seriously. You know, everybody always says it, but it's like, when do you really have the time to do it? When you really prioritize yourself over everything else going on in life and it's not an easy task and you know your employer will tell you oh well you have to take care of you in order to take care of us but then they pile on a ton of shit ton of work and they don't really give you that room to do that so I've been prioritizing myself a lot more lately and and doing that and just relaxing like I've been watching tv which is not something I typically do often um especially now that we don't have any wheel of time episodes coming out but Ooh, what are you watching I'm I'm still into anime. I'm a, I'm a 34 year old anime geek. So, have you seen Arcane? Not yet. That's on dude, my list, dude. <laughs> I liked it. I loved it. So, mm. if you haven't seen Arcane, I recommend yeah, it. I like it. I love I'm like it. Naruto, Naruto, about to start <laughs> some Dragon Ball Super, and I'm just going. I'm trying to have that childhood that I never really had by just going and watching all the anime, mm-hmm. and then I'm you know working on modules for the business that I'd like to start and then also looking for a less stressful job so that I have an income until I get the business running. So, you know, I've I've got some help from some people here online. Some of our listeners are are trying to hook me up and help me out with some opportunities. And, but really I'm just trying to learn to enjoy life a little bit more. So not, not much serious is going on. My father figure found out actually, so this is really serious. He, um, he has uh, prostate cancer. Mm. So he's got three months to lose 100 pounds or else he's got to do radiology. And you can only do radiology in that area once. So he's really trying to lose the weight so he can just have the prostate removed because he's yeah. a really big guy. And then I found out my sister, this is news that we're, I'm probably not supposed to share, but I don't care. She's pregnant with twins. 
Oh, so <laughs> yeah, my sister is pregnant with twins. She got married uh, what, over the summer and uh-huh. she's actually bought a house and it's being built now. So she gets to move in in a month and a half. And then come August, September timeframe, she'll have two babies in her life. Yeah. I, 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 24. I can't imagine having multiples at once. It's just, uh, we had that when I first uh, we had our first the first ultrasound looked like there might have been two and we were like oh crap <laughs> it ended up just being a bad it was so early on it was just kind of a bad one one of the sacs wasn't wasn't fertilized or whatever the embryonic sacs or whatever gotcha. so it just looked like it might be and we're like uh-oh um they're like, like this I, one is, is pretty definite like she was going through all the signs of being pregnant but when she did the test it wasn't coming through and that's yeah. also a sign of twins Okay. And then she went into the doctor and it's like, yeah, you definitely are, but we're going to wait until we hit the right time. And then we're going to do an ultrasound and she's had the ultrasounds today. And so there are two in there. Yeah. Actually, I learned something new about twins uh, this week that I never knew. This is a side fun fact about twins. So if two twins marry two twins, so you have like two twin boys from one family and two twin girls from another family, and then they marry respectively. Their kids aren't technically considered cousins. They're actually genetic siblings because oh. the twins actually are, have the exact same DNA because yeah. you're sharing two of the exact same DNAs. If they're twins. identical twins. If they're identical, if it's identical yes. twins, yeah. then, uh, then their kids are actually considered um, um, genetically siblings. That's cool. Cousins. <laughs> how how many twins do you know that have married other twins there was there was a news article that it actually happened so that that's wow. where that's why it came up and that they they had a person i was watching something where they had like a news thing about it and talking about how genetically they are siblings i mean coming from utah this sounds very natural sister cousin <laughs> brother cousin <laughs> yeah so so personal life do you guys have any going on or well, yeah, speaking of babies, I just had my first child a month ago, so we have a newborn in the house, so I expect to be interrupted during this podcast and uh, got to feed the baby, and 8 to 10 is his kind of fussy time right now, So, and I may or may not have to leave just for my own sanity, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's an adjustment, um, adjust yeah. to less sleep, adjust to just following what baby's cues I'm finally feeling better so kind of four weeks out I started feeling healthy again um today went for baby's first hike now we're in northern Minnesota and so I think today was the first day of his life that was above freezing oh wow so yeah it's been double digits below zero so you said baby's first hike you went outside and that cold yeah, <laughs> I think it got to 40 degrees out. Yeah, today so. was nice. Oh, today was yeah. like, I wasn't wearing my winter coat at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and actually it was funny. On the hike, there are two other women with their little, obviously, kind of yeah. newborn infant babies. And I was like, yep, we're all trying to make up for lost time. So so it's very exciting for, in my life. Um, but yeah, very much That's an adjustment. Cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Hey, congrats. Anything with you, Twitch? Uh, yeah. Um, the, first of all, I, I'd like to say I'm really sorry that happened uh, to you, Chris. Kids are fucking shitheads. Um, you shouldn't have to put up with that as, as an educator. But um, but unfortunately, we go through it. Yeah. Yep. This what but, it is. but yeah, we're actually leaving tomorrow afternoon to drive to uh, northeastern Colorado for um, uh, my wife's 
98 uh, year old grandfather passed away oh, no, and so no. we're it's it's i appreciate that and it's and it's good like it, he was ready he put himself on hospice he he was controlling when he ate he you know um, he said 98 so, yeah are you one life at that point i mean you're you're good I mean, yeah. that's, that's like yeah, my, yeah. my opinion is like, yeah, you did, you, you done good. Yep. Um, yep. No. So, so it's, still it's sad, but it's, I'm not it's, trying to. Yeah. But. Oh, definitely. No, it, no, it's it's sad, and it's kind of. It, it, you can rest really, easy knowing that he went on his own terms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. So, so yeah. So we're just picking up the kids from school early tomorrow, and just heading down to see some family, and and. uh it's supposed to be like 60 degrees one of the days we're there. I'm really mm. excited about that. <laughs> Breast out the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hop right into this uh this chapter. So um yeah. Um chapter 19, memories. And the symbol is the the dagger. Yeah. That really threw me off for a little bit there. When we first jumped into the chapter, I'm like, mm-hmm. why is the dagger here? When we straight up go into a more gay chapter, I'm like, it, it piqued my interest for sure. Now we figure out, you know, later in that it was a sw- switchover, but still I was really thinking like, is Patton Fane about to do something devious and like get in with the queen to get rid of a, uh, a dark friend because we know he doesn't like them either. So my mind started spinning in all sorts of directions when I saw that. And then the literal mm-hmm. third word was more gay. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we're Jordan's going somewhere interesting with this. Okay. Yeah. It's a little <clears throat> interesting. Yeah. So we start with more gays. Yeah. Uh, she's in her sitting room and, um, and tell, Talavor, Talonvor, um, has come in to kind of give her a report. Um, and if you remember Talavor, Talonvor, he's been, a couple times now come back and he's one of those recurring characters that was even from eye of the world um he was the guard that ran ran into when he uh, was in the uh, when he was leaving the palace from meeting um uh, more gays when he fell into the garden um and then he was also mentioned uh, with matt when matt went to go deliver the letter to more gays and the dragon reborn yeah um yes so Couple Why times. Do you remember all these things. <laughs> uh, and Talon has been around a little bit, but he's giving reports and uh, he's trying to give reports about a rebellion within the realm, which is never a good thing whenever you have rebels. Um, and, and the rebellion they're reporting on is the battle in two rivers that they've raised the banner of Menethrin and something has to be done about this. Um, right. You know, because uh, not that, and, and Morghese even has like the kind of side notes like, well, I mean, they're not really even part of our, but, but, but if people find out it might stir more rebellion, like if we don't do anything about it, like it's one of those things, like when you are really in a, a large nation, you can't just let anybody just do that. Cause then other people will be like, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. Like, and it can, it can see like being in the than- classroom and you have that one kid that decides I'm going to let the teacher know what I think about him. <laughs> it's like, am I really going to let this behavior happen? Or do I have to put him in his place? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, where I'm from, we just pay a kid to put that kid in his place on the low. Like, you want that, eh? I got something mm-hmm. for you. Here, I haven't found that kid that was setting <laughs> on somebody. Like, you know, you have that one friend. Like, I feel like Ian was probably that friend. It's like, Ian, I bet you won't do it. Bet me what? I bet you a drink out of the boot that you won't do it. 
<laughs> but no, I I thought this was probably interesting the way Talonvor comes in. Um, right away, he's like, my queen, forgive me, but I was surprised that you remain here given the morning's news. And she's like, what news? So, you know, he has this idea of what Morgays should be and how she should respond to this situation it's like you were saying earlier if you let even the smallest person get out of line when one person takes an inch another's going to take a mile so he's used to his queen ruling with an iron fist and she's done nothing she's literally still in her sitting room with her book dazed and he's quite upset about this so mm-hmm. um i was excited to see this exchange and then to see that she's slowly starting to kind of come out of it because her thought was, this is nonsense. If I had, I would have spoken to her already, thinking about the situation and who was involved with the in, in the sitting room where she was. And, you know, her mind is literally all over the place. And she's jumping around between his conversation about news and then her just inner monologue. And you can tell she's really just confuddled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it go ahead. Yeah, I want so bad for more gays to figure this out too, right? Like we're we've been seeing her slowly but surely uh used by Gabriel. Not that she has any idea, but I'm like, snap out of it. I I want you to have that moment so badly. Yeah. Yeah. And and she does have the realization, she's like, Tell me again, I was distracted, but her word is distracted. And I mean, this just goes to show the level of interaction that they, she's really had with the eyes to die. And with people that can channel, she doesn't really comprehend that she's being charmed. Right. Yeah. And, and it, it goes into that a little bit in this chapter as well about like how she did go to the tower to train every queen of Andor does. And, you know, but, and they're all given the ring um, of Aes Sedai, even if they can't channel, that's kind of a ceremonial type thing. Um, but at the same time, uh, even though she's been around Aes Sedai, definitely, um, uh, you know, it's one of those things where compulsion and things like that are forbidden within the White Tower. So I don't know if she would even realize it. It's one of those things. It's well, and um, and like we, if if you remember from the beginning of the book when we uh, got into uh, that conversation between Grandel or not Grandel, um, no, Grandel's there. Yeah, Ravine and Grandel and Lanfair and Samuel. and and Ravine was talking about how they're every once in a while you you face somebody who resists the compulsion and over time they 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 push at it and he's dealing with one of them at this moment i can't remember if he verbalized that or if it's like a, a internal monologue at that time but it's it's just interesting that now we're we're seeing yeah the the fruits of her her um her effort yeah yeah we're we're seeing her actually fight what's getting done so i don't think it would have anything to do with what she's learned at the even if she did know about compulsion she's compulsed he's you know he's completely controlling everything that she's thinking Mm -hmm. yeah and she's upset about all this too not not upset about the rebellion as much as she upset that lord gabriel was informed before she was like that you know he's not in charge she's the queen like why is why are they giving reports to him like he's he's supposed to be just her boy toy. Like what's, what's, what's going on here. And like, and she's so confused about what's going on too. You can tell that like there's confusion in her head. She's like, I, I should be the one like what, what's, what's, what's going on. Like <laughs> that was probably my favorite part. So has Lord Gabriel been informed? So like her concern wasn't like, 
why is this the first I'm hearing about it, but has Gabriel been informed? Of course he has not. He would have come to her with news and suggestions on how to deal with it. His suggestions were always clear, right? Suggestions. Somehow, it seemed that she could remember him telling her what to do. That was impossible, of course. Mm -hmm. So she knows what her position is, and she's really starting to come out of this with kind of a moment of, I am in charge. So let me make sure I'm establishing the fact that I am in charge. But Mm -hmm. You know, clearly he has not heard about this or else he definitely would have come to me and he definitely would have given me what I needed. He would have told me what to do. And she's realizing it's what he says that is the clearest to her in all of these moments that she's had. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And so Morghese goes to confront him about it and he just kind of weighs it off. Like it's a minor problem. It's our, I've already dealt with it, which then conflicts the emotions even more. Like she gets, you know, like because there's like, it, she's enraged but then she's like but i love him or you know it's like this really she's like stop that thought she's trying to push away that thought and it just keeps on coming back like just really really weird but you know yeah she, yeah and it know. also it's it's like i'm assuming she's a feminist and that there has to be that deep-seated part of her that's just like back to what you guys are saying i'm in charge don't you know don't be so freaking condescending to me either Mm -hmm. he's so condescending to her right and it's shaming in front of everyone so well everyone is a bigger point too because the everyone in that room were all her enemies right yeah like she's literally sleeping in the lion's den (laughs) i'm really worried about all the stds that are (laughs) (laughs) yeah Speaking so of sleeping in the lion's den. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I had a lot of strong emotions at this point. Cause I was like, you are so screwed. Like he has screwed you over. You have all your enemies laughing at you mm-hmm. and you're still, yeah. Compulse. You keep seeing her just like, okay, yeah. what was I doing? What am I trying to say? And, no. and, and furthermore, like she's actually, he's gotten her to send away all her allies. Like yeah. her allies have been like just deposed and sent away and le- are left on their own will. Cause they don't want to be around this anymore. Like her bestie. Like yeah. she, she was mean to her bestie and mm-hmm. she's got no one. Yeah. There's no, which also there. gives a lot of credit to Gabriel. He's good. Yeah. He's I was a good there's no other way than beating an opponent than to strip them down to their bear yeah mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah and yeah she goes to talk to him about the two rivers but he compulses her to away you know sends her away and she she leaves you know and she's trying to piece everything together so she's like i need to go talk to lenny that's kind of her so before we go there anything from this whole opening scene you guys want to talk about or anything that chris at you well you i know? mean for this in those moments, she really was trying to reestablish herself. Mm-hmm. It got to the point to where he had to become physical. He had to make his presence known. So I'm assuming he was probably also pushing his power on her more. So we can really see that he is losing because she said her skin tingled as if an icy wind were blowing through the courtyard. You will go and wait for me, Morghese. His voice was a distant roar filling her ears. I have dealt with all needs dealing with i will come to you this evening you will go now you will go mm-hmm. and so we can see he really had to push his channeling to a different limit for her to actually physically feel the compulsion and to recognize that something was wrong 
we we see a lot of her strength in this like she's been fighting this now for a season like the entirety of spring is pretty much fast and mm-hmm. she's really 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 fighting through it to where she's gotten to the point to where his influence even at its strongest is only lasting from the time it takes from her to get from him to the door yeah so just out of curiosity do you think her seeing him like uh, consorting with all of her enemies from when she, uh, uh, you know, succeeded in the in the um, you know endeavor to get the throne. Um, do you think that helped her? The ego was very ag- strong against the against the compulsion because she sees all these people who she would never allow in the palace except for like very 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 diplomatic special occasions. Again, I think that, that speaks to ego. I mean, it is all about the personal self, and she already thinks highly of herself because she is queen. Yeah. And... I also get, oh, go ahead. No, finish. I get almost a naive vibe of yeah. her, she was, uh, her button was pushed, her anger button was pushed. And that's what it's like, that's what gets her superpower yeah. going is, oh, I'm pissed you didn't tell me about two rivers. So that anger that's what it reminds me of is Nynaeve trying to use the one power but she has to be angry to get there I think like again the the going along with that thought process the the id was coming out like she was not established as a queen the way she should be her entire identity has been that of somebody that's been in charge and that identity has been fighting and then you throw in there the ego on top of that and now the whole person is seeing this damage to herself and she's like hold on a second this is not going to fly so to your point yes i do think that that extra spark is what sent her over the top Mm -hmm. Um, but i feel like she would have eventually gotten there it would have taken a little bit longer had he played this a little bit smarter it would have been better to just seclude her entirely not to clue her in on what was actually happening because the thing that really flipped her switch was He's trying to usurp me. Like he's trying to take what is mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to ask you, Chris, as well. Uh, what did you think about like his reaction that, you know, it's already been taken care of. I'm already handling the two rivers. Like, do you think that's just throwing BS at her, just get her to go away? Or do you think there's actually, he's going to well, do something? I mean, about- we do know that he's like manipulating white cloaks or at least mm-hmm. I feel like we, we determined that. And I don't know that he knows what's going on with his white cloaks because he's living a lavish life right now, kind of living it up. Um, But then on the other side of that, we haven't heard much from Perrin in a while. So I did honestly get worried when I read that because I'm like, Perrin's my boy. Like, (laughs) he better not be the main character to go first if any of them go. Like, I need him to be around for, for three, four, five, six more books. Like... Mm-hmm. So I, I was seriously worried about what was going on. I know we we've gotten help to him now. He's supposed to be getting into a better place, but until I read that things are going good, yeah. there's this like voice in the back of my head going, "When are we get in that parent chapter, yeah. that's great." Parent? I've been doing the same thing, Chris. I keep telling Twitch, "Where's parent?" <laughs> <laughs> I just need to do a check in really quick. But, yeah. Uh, so he's, he, he's on a honeymoon. Yeah, he's on his honeymoon. He's, 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 just he's leave him, leave pups. the poor guy alone. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Okay. 
And so, yeah, it's then we get to Lenny, who I absolutely love Lenny. It's like yeah. that old grandma, just like a straightforward, just shoot straight from the hip and just love it. Uh, you know, she even gives like Morgay's crap as soon as she comes to the door. Morgay's like, if you're anyone else, you'd be in the headsman. She's like, my, my, old, my old neck, <laughs> go ahead, take it, you want it? <laughs> Meddling in my things again, are you, child? That voice triggered long forgotten reflexes. Morgay's had the miniatures hidden behind her back before she knew it. With a rude shake of her head, she put her portraits back on the stand. I am not a girl in the nursery lo- any longer, Lenny. You will remember that, and one day you will say something where I must do something about it. Like, I can see the image of a grown ass woman, like, spinning on her heels hair kind of flowing as she's doing it hands going behind her back with this guilty look on her face mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. something straight out of disney oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. and you still i mean you still do i mean like i mean because she has like a grandmotherly type i mean she's a nursemaid but still like you're she's the nursemaid to the queen you know and to elaine and you know takes care of all the, the royal babies and so and like, her mother before that like this woman has history yeah so yeah so and but, that but, it's also great because we kept um robert jordan kept having nynaeve have thoughts of i want to meet this Linny, as elaine would say well Linny always told me blah 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 and so <laughs> i was impatient too i was like are we gonna meet this Linny? and here we are so i appreciate <laughs> yeah. it yeah and she has all the great phrases and everything like that. Yes. Like it's, it's it's like a good old southern a southern grandma, like you know that has like. The, <laughs> I've always kind of associated Lenny with uh, Sophia from the Golden Girls. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, she's, no, she's Sicilian, but but like when I when I first started reading the series, that's that's the image that came up for me. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Remind me of my own grandma. I'm right there with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but then, you know, obviously Lenny starts to see through Morgay's issue and what's going on, you know, with, with Lord Gabriel and everything like that, and realizes it's deeper than she thought. So she starts to spill the beans about Lord Gabriel and about all of his uh, his ways. I think and, it's so interesting how much time Morgay's has lost. Yeah. You she was like, think- I come and visit you every week. And she's like, you haven't been here in months. <laughs> like, you would think, like, even though she's being compelled there would still be a sense of time passing, but she's just completely lost to it. And I'm like, what, what really was the trigger? Like, does the mind slowly become immune to it over time? Or it, was it her will? Like I, I wholeheartedly think it was her and her personality. I think there's some people that could be compelled forever, mm-hmm. but until we have a better understanding of how the compulsion works, you know, I'm wondering, does it weaken over time? And do you have to keep being on top of it? Or is it based on a person's willpower? Or is it a combination of both? Yeah. And so, you know, that loss of time really just kind of shook me a little bit. Because as we're reading, we realized she lost more than just time. She kind of lost it all. Mm-hmm. She's literally a puppet. Yeah, she's literally a puppet. And <clears throat> and he's just sleeping around with the whole court. <laughs> And everybody knows it. Was every, it six knows total? It. Yeah. Six total, yeah. Yeah. Six total. Yeah. And I don't know. It it oh, just it again, I'm just like, oh, that is so shaming. Everyone but you knows it because you are so yeah, compelled or whatever. Smitten with them. Yeah. Yeah. And then it it's I just want Talonvor is the person, but it's like, why hasn't someone like popped her bubble? But clearly it's because of her ranking as queen. You don't tell a queen what to do. And mm-hmm. 
her besties were already booted out by Gabriel. So mm-hmm. he laid out his plans very well. Right. She's like, Gabriel, Morgay's eyes widen. You know, but how? So, child, everyone knows, though no one has the courage to tell you. I might have, but I hadn't stayed away. But it hardly is something I could go run into you with now, is it? And it's kind of the thing a woman won't believe until she finds out for herself. And she's like, well, what are you talking about? It was your duty to come to me if you knew. Lenny, it was everyone's duty. Light, am I the last to know? And now it will be too late to stop it. She's like, too late. Why should it be too late? So at least we know Lenny still has a lot of confidence in yeah. our gaze. Yeah. And Lenny suggests he just, you know, um, you know, kick him out right now. Just kick him out. Retake the throne. And and she's like, good idea. Go fetch Talonvor. We'll go with a plan. And uh, Talonvor comes back and he's like, yeah, that won't work. <laughs> he's like, do you think you have friends in the court? He's like, you, you have friends to- in this city. <laughs> like, you've already <laughs> lost. Like, you yeah. haven't played the game at all in like four seasons. Like, yeah. you're still on red version and they're on platinum. Yeah. So everyone <laughs> here has already pledged allegiance to uh, loyalty to the throne and, and to the law and not to the queen. So they don't care about you anymore. Like, you have no say in the court here. The lion is now the gazelle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's come to the realization that like, yeah, she needs to, she needs to flee. But the, 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 the compulsion is so strong, even as she's having these thoughts, like she's still going back and keeps on like having these thoughts of like, but I want to stay with him. Like, you know, and it's like this ugh, horrible, you know, it, it, it reminds me of like, and, and I hate to use this comparison, but like, you know, a lot of people that get like in abusive relationships and keep going back to them, like where it's, um, and you see this happen. I mean, I, I've had friends that have done this and it's just like, it's hard to sympathize sometimes because it's like why why are you doing this like because he's gonna change this time (laughs) yeah (laughs) to to your earlier point to which the statement was made she's like rage boiled up in her a rage that had been lacking when she only thought he was after her throne that she had considered coldly clearly and it's clearly she could consider anything recently that was a danger that had to be looked at with cold reason. But this, the man had ensconced his mm-hmm. jades in her palace. Mm-hmm. He had made her just another of his, what was the word? T-R-U-L-S. Trolls. 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 I've never heard that word before. She wanted his head. She wanted him flayed alive. The light helper. She wanted his touch. I must be going mad. Like it, a woman's scorn is not something to mess with. She, like, yeah, she's fighting hard against whatever he, whatever spell he's got her under, right? But she's yeah. still kind of under it. Exactly. And so, she did so, get to the point of thinking, oh, it's almost like a nice to die, but men don't channel. And it's like, yeah. oh, you're right there. You were right yeah. there, but but your logic is sound for what you know in this I, world. I but, mean, didn't oh. didn't so, she get the tweet that all the forsaken are loose watch out for compulsion yeah. like didn't she get that memo so i just looked up real fast according to oxford dictionary a troll is an archaic noun for a prostitute oh, oh. Huh. he was just one of her that that yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's according to the oxford dictionary i don't know but I had to look it's archaic uh. <laughs> not really used anymore but um so um 
yeah. So, you know, they come, start coming to the plan. She's like, well, I'll just go to Stables. Like, no, that's too dangerous. People will see you. And she kind of like, well, people don't recognize me. I dress up all the time, like once a year. Like, well, I haven't done it this year, have I? Uh, you know, she, like, that, go back to that loss of time, um, you know, and she's like, and he's like, I know someone that's loyal. There's an inn in, in, in the town uh, called the Queen's Blessing. And go meet me there. The, he's a loyal Queen's man who runs the end. So that's the, the, the plan they're gonna try to flee out into the countryside and um that's the, at least the plan and try to go back you know with tail between the legs uh back to the people they disp- deposed and try to get some support back to and it, it's funny we didn't we kind of breeze right by this but lenny makes the suggestion of getting an eyes to help right and she turns it down yeah, Morgay's right away. Like that compulsion is still really strong. Yeah. I think that's because she already did not want to deal with Aes Sedai. Well, and she was still mad about the whole thing with Elaine and yeah, and Elaine being missing, and she had the whole entire falling out with the tower. There's a lot. There's a lot there. There is that that needs to be unpacked a little bit. She needs some therapy. We need to go ahead and have a few sessions and get her okay with the mm-hmm. fact that I mean, at you know, three books ago. Her number one advisor was a, was an Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And she was literally doing you know half of what she was told from an Aes Sedai. Right. Yeah. Now she's the freaking ambulance seat. Like you would think of all the people you want on your side, right? It would be you know the one in charge of all the most powerful people in the area. You know, as far as you know, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how Lenny also, uh, I think this is the same scene when, when uh, he starts, uh, I guess, after Talonvar leaves to go to the Queen's Blessing and she's getting ready, getting her skies all together. Lenny makes the comment about how she talked to Talonvar, like how, yeah, called him young man. He's like, it's not that much younger than you. Like, like <laughs> you're still playing with dolls when he was born. Like, it wasn't, it's not like, <laughs> he's, he's younger than my kid. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. She's like, as a matter of fact, the child that you call your child is not really young enough to be your child. Yeah, Galad's not even really young. Enough. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. May, it makes you kind of think, like, is there going to be something there with Galad? But no, nah, we won't go that no. far. But no. the the other thing is the mention of Tom and his kind of evolution and her. Mm-hmm. And so we know what she doesn't know, which, you know, she trusted the eyes to die. And that's what mm-hmm. ended their relationship. Right. This is distrust for eyes to die. So, you know, they communicated better. Yeah, yeah, that was for you. Well, communication in the wheel of time? What? <laughs> maybe know. they could have been a real couple. Maybe, you know, mm. Elaine could have been brought up with her real father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go there. Like, that's a prediction that I think is absolutely true. <laughs> I mean, Constantly. if you think about it, Tom had a, a nephew that could channel. Why not have a daughter that could channel? <laughs> yeah. That's that's quite a bold prediction. I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also yeah, predicted I that he's going to ride out with... Uh, uh, moraine on the back of a unicorn and they're gonna have beautiful love children so yeah i'm still waiting on that to happen three more books yeah <laughs> there we go. uh so yeah so um yeah so they they make their way over to the queen's blessing and you know there's basil gill our good old innkeeper <laughs> back at it again uh which i love basil gill so <laughs> He's he's, he's a, good a trooper. He's a good loyal, good loyal Queens man. He's a loyal Queens man. He he's you know fit into his uniform from when he used to be a soldier. I don't know uh, if uh, a soldier, but like you know his armor and he's like pudging out. But she's like, but he still fit. It still didn't look funny. Like uh, she said, you know, he still looks uh, respectable. But uh, like, 
I, I just had this mental image of like, you know, of, of someone trying to fit into, you know, it's, you ever see those pictures of people that try to like do like the reunions or whatever, and they try to fit into their the Letterman's arms. jacket. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Or, yeah. or, or even like military reunions, like where you see people try to wear their old uniforms or that. Mm. It's, uh, it's, it, it doesn't fit right. But yeah, yeah those button extenders. No, <laughs> no, no, it's still a reg. Yeah. <laughs> still... And we have Langwin again. Um, you know, if you remember Langwin from uh, the first book, he is the bodyguard for the end that, that, that kicked the white cloaks out, you know, and big guy that guards mm-hmm. the back door. Yeah. And, and a new person. Uh, <laughs> it's Brienne. Um, his love interest. Who's yeah. Kyrie N and is there. So yeah. Have we ever met her before? I don't know. I haven't. What do you know about her, Twitch? Oh, she's not new. I'm pretty sure we met her at Barthane's Manor yes. in the Great Hunt. She I'm pretty sure there. she was one of the three Boogers that were trying to get with She Matt. was. She was. I just looked it up, yeah. Oh, so in the in, when when Rand was in the was in that party, and Kyrian, do you remember that, Chris, from book two? Um, it was a long the time year, ago, years ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it, but yeah. So that's when Tom was performing. That's when you, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, oh. she was one of the cougars that tried to hit on Rand. There, yeah, there were there were three Kyrian mm-hmm. and noble women who kind of like. Put put him in a corner, and we're talking about how yeah. oh, oh my husband's a, my husband's you know he's out hunting right now you know oh, I, I get lonely that. and then Tom comes and saves him yeah she was one of those okay oh. yeah. wow Jordan is somebody else to bring somebody like that all the way forward three books that's quite crazy like he's a literary genius I know he's not here anymore so he was a literary genius but good grief. That's that's why I'm constantly telling Mandy, you gotta remember every single <laughs> fucking name because you don't know which one's gonna be important. <laughs> I used I mean, to take I, notes, I don't. but I get lost in my notes. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> right. I'm just gonna read it and be done I, with it. You, you know that poster from like our, that picture from it's always sunny in Philadelphia, where it's Charlie with like the like strings going everywhere and like he's trying to like explain mm-hmm. a conspiracy. Nope. It's like it's a famous meme. Uh, they use it for memes all the time. It's how I picture Robert Jordan's uh, like room was when he was writing this. Like he had notes everywhere and strings and like, you know, the just crazy like... thing is, is I bet you he was so meticulous and so well detailed. He had probably had like one journal of notes that was just like <laughs> written super small. <laughs> <laughs> you can go see his notes. I think they're at the Citadel Library in Charleston. I oh. think. Yeah, I think they're there. But anyway, at least some of them. Um so uh yeah so they all get there they all pledge their allegiance to the queen and they come with a plan that rather than going and uh talking to the constituents that are right outside the city they said that'll probably be too easily thwarted that probably the best idea would be go to core springs and try to get gareth bren on their side because at least if they have a a general so um, i think that she's going to go towards gareth and learn that he is off after others and she's going to end up with the blues yeah, because Gareth's out trying to find Swan. Uh, yep, and Swan's going to the Blues, so why don't they all collapse in together with the Blues? Okay. I like that prediction. Yeah. Yeah. And and I just love that she's still more or less tied to Gareth Bryn, even though she, whatever, excommunicated him. <laughs> He's a key player, though. I mean, this was Talonvor's a freaking genius, like. Yeah. How she kicked out all of her besties, so he's the only one who might forgive her. 
and then they might follow him. I love it. Like I'm like very smart. Yeah. There's so no might in this, he'll definitely forgive her. Before <laughs> before we move to the next point of view, one thing I did want to ask as well. Lenny does say that men are only good for three things. And she says dancing's one of them, but doesn't mention that the other two are. <laughs> Man, that's a loaded question. That's not fair. Dancing, yeah, cooking, and singing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, I mean, there's not much you can't get from a guy that you can't get from something else, right? You can say companionship, but... I don't know. You could probably get just as much companionship from a cat or a dog <laughs> or a horse. <laughs> sure. So the three things, I mean, dancing, sexing, and... Fighting wars? I don't know. Fighting wars. Let's go with that. I like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's kind of what I was... Problems. I always hear, like, you're such the jokester, and you're always getting into something. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to be good for other things too if you keep keeping me around. You know? <laughs> Anything else before we move on to our next section, our next character? No. Okay. So we switch point of views to Bad in Vain. Dun, Yikes. dun, dun. So this is where you get the dagger, Chris. This is where the dagger definitely comes in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, a little disappointed because I wanted something super devious and mischievous to be happening here but yeah well he's he's getting the dagger back which Um, is mischievous and devious speaking of that kind of going off to the side note he got his dagger back in the show at the end of season one well he gets the he gets the dagger in the beginning of season two or book two when he steals the horn he steals the dagger too he has that for a while yeah so he he does he does have the dagger for a while part where this is the, the still they still because that's that's the whole reason why Rand leaves to go because Matt because oh, he takes dagger, it back that's right because they need the yes, dagger yes, back yes, to save Matt the dagger back mm-hmm. so did he not I, I so that I guess there's my disconnect is he only whole when he holds the dagger and why can't he absorb the the power or the whatever within the dagger into his body well I mean the dagger's tainted from Shadowlagoth we know that. Yeah. Um, we know that that Fane is also we've already put that together that that Fane is also tainted, tainted by it. So yeah. he needs to be whole. He needs all his things. So he has to have it. Like that's why can't he just absorb the power that this the dagger itself has? Uh, I don't know. Like I don't know if that's how the mechanics work of it. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. That's how I want it to work. We need. I need Jordan to rewrite this. <laughs> I don't know. If that's how we that works. Work the way I want it to work. Like if I want this power, I want it inside of me. Like I want to be able to touch you and turn you black and crazy. Like I want okay. to be able to like death. Like you know, like Voldemort kind of reaches up and touches oh, Harry's sure. head, and then he starts shrieking. Like I can touch you. How about I just like, say Ratho? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I want. I want him to be able to touch people and then just like instant okay. death. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's my goal for him. All right. I, I feel like that's probably his goal for himself as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. At least we know. Like I, I I want to be his life coach. Like I want you to be able to gain like all this power. I want, I want you to internalize. I want you to manifest it. I want you to make it yours. And then I want you to be able to touch people and make them like rither in agony and then and, and drop dead at your feet. That's my goal. Yeah. 
And then I want yeah. you to go hunt all the black friends, all the dark friends, because you don't like them just as much as you don't like Rand. Yeah. Like he was conditioned not to like Rand. That's not fair. They probably could have been really good friends if he hadn't been conditioned that way. Yeah. Probably maybe. not, but maybe. you never know. Never know. But yeah. So in this scene, he's in the White Tower and he's at a door to an old storeroom and you can feel it pulling him. Speaking he knows which, it's in there. The eyes of die are really slacking. Yeah, you well, think they have were a they? better watch on on uh, the tower, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, how many people do you need to? I mean, that's that's a big tower, and to have people spread out throughout the entire. I have it on lockdown. Like you, you had great people in your tower. Well, they didn't know that, I guess. Yeah, true. So that's the issue with not getting mm-hmm. information from the prior Amelin before you like steal her and. Well, that that and you have people working within the tower i mean you have you have the aja that should not be named yeah yeah that doesn't <laughs> exist they don't like him just as much as they you know they don't, they don't yeah. trust him like so anyway so he picks the lock relatively easily and goes in and there's the shadow the daggers inside of an old dusty crate and pulls it out and right as he does that and a little accepted walks they into have the accepted room. watching like come on that's yeah. stupid too like what <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a lot of flaws in this writing when it comes here. I have not said that about Jordan once, but you have treasures that have immeasurable power. What's it then? They don't know. They just think it's a taint. Like no, no one would want this. Yeah, but like the horn is there, and they the horn, okay. They don't yeah. know everything that's in there. Like the the power of the unknown should have been enough to compel them to not leave such a lackluster guardian there. Like. It should have been the point, like the minute it was triggered. Well, you know, it was you know Elida's in charge, and she's not necessarily up to the same game as Suan. True. Yeah, but she has her own problems rules. right now. Yeah, I was going to say, they're pretty she, distracted. She, she has a lot of problems right now. She ain't worried about anything like this. It's <sighs> a shame. It's a shame. But anyway, yeah. he breaks in. This, yeah. this poor girl gets killed, literally, literally like, like slashed by the knife, and you're dead. Yeah. You yeah. can't even scream in agony, like you you were robbed of your breath. Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he he pokes his head out to see if him is there, and everything's still empty. So he goes back to look further because he's still trying to find the horn as well. And uh, except to just die in there, and then he he doesn't hear the other the actual. Uh, I said I come in, but he sees her, and he turns around to stab, and immediately gets binded up in air. And I feel my flow. <laughs> yeah. And he can't do anything about it. And they have a little small talk about everything where. Um, yeah, she's like, "Are you dumb enough to not think we had this awarded?" Like, we knew as soon as she entered the room that it's accepted. You know, she deserves to die. She, she her <laughs> orders were to go get guards and and real Aes Sedai if the wards are broken, not to go run in. So that's her own dumb fault. Fair <laughs> enough. And that's pretty much Alfieran says. I mean, she's pretty much says that. Like, whatever. Well, she is white, so that's the cool logical Logic. Aja, right? Yeah. 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 So well, logically. To be honest with you, she he didn't even know she was in there until she spoke to him. She was like, you are a fool. Very calm, very collected. Then he spun around, mm-hmm. the dagger reaching. Mm-hmm. She, she already flowed the air. She's like, eh, what did you think? That we weren't going to keep this room guarded? That we weren't going to be paying attention? I don't think you thought this through at all. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was kind of her attitude. Right. And he's like, huh, you know, you're not really Elijah, are you? He's like, you must be black. And she's like, well, that's mm. a dangerous accusation. But she's mm. very cool, calm, and collected. She's like, you know, nobody else would say that. Even Swan Sanchen tried to claim black Aja were real, but everybody questioned her. 
He's like, yeah, but you'd be he- trying to heal her if if you weren't if you weren't yeah. And she's like, so, you know, the ruby's not w- much worth the not worth much, Fane, or whatever your name is. <laughs> the blade is tainted, so none of a fool would touch it except with tongs, or be near it for a measure longer than necessary. You can see what it did to Varen. So why did you come here and go straight to what you should not have known was here? You cannot have any time for any searches. So I, you know, they they clearly tried to conceal the thing and the power that it had, but it had that big of a draw on him. And I guess if it's part of you, it, it would. Mm-hmm. But does it have a life of its own? Maybe that's what it is. It has its own life essence and, and a single body can't contain more than one life essence. So maybe that's what it's really all about. Maybe it's... I mean, it's very much like Gollum and the Ring from Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know the the, the two authors that I I like the most, Jordan and Martin, borrow quite a bit from Tolkien. So that might be a nod there. I give you that. It's like my precious. Right. (laughs) And I mean, Gollum kind of had that split personality thing going on too, right? So He did, for sure. A little bit different reasoning, but... yeah. It's there. Yeah. Um, and, and he, I, I just want to say, Alviaren, I kind of, when Twitch and I talked about this, I just was like, I knew she was bad news. There was mm-hmm. just something about her. And she's the keeper of the Chronicles. She's second in charge next to Alana. Yeah. Like, That's not good, right? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's got all the documents, all the paperwork, and she's Black yeah. Aja. It's technically yeah. the second in charge is always the smartest, most intelligent, and in control person. Anyway, mm-hmm. they're the most dangerous one out of all. Yeah. Everybody looks yeah. at them. everybody looks at the first in charge. No one looks at the second. Yep. And Anything? if you're Black Aja, what does that mean? Like, how how can you maybe manipulate things from behind the curtains? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. The boss. Yeah. It, and Fane here plays his cards, like because I mean, obviously she's trying to size him up and figure out whether to kill him or not. And he's like, "Well, I'm assuming you're Black Aja, so I've been to Fakandar, I've been to Shalgul, I've you know," and starts explaining it, like kind of like say, "I'm a higher position within this dark organization, so listen to me," you know. And and she takes it, like she stops, and the whole time Fane's thinking, "Should I kill her too?" Like he's definitely, you know, like figuring stuff out. There should be two bodies and. It's this a really, really interesting interchange where they're both trying to size each other up and figure out, you know, should they kill each other? Or should they kill one of them? Yeah. Well, it's not even should. It's just like, how long do I wait before I kill her? Yeah. She's the one having the real struggle here because he's so convincing. And logically, what he's saying makes sense. So maybe I should let him go because mm-hmm. clearly he knew more than he should. And he's here and he's doing the things. Mm-hmm. and yeah. he's like this bitch is gonna snitch on me so we know mm-hmm. what we do about people like that we gotta hush them up so as soon as i get the chance she's gonna taste the wrath of this blade one scratch and that's all it takes mm-hmm. so yeah. that's how i read it at least i don't know about y'all yeah. I, i'm just reading through and like yeah he's definitely going for a mind game with her I, I like this quote be careful pretty little Isodai, or they'll be giving you to a murder all for its sport i mean <laughs> that's that's some good manipulation there because he's not wrong <laughs> well but, we know he could do it himself if he wanted to he's already done it yeah yeah he already nailed the fade. 
He no. did nail a fade. Yeah. And now that he nailed them and he controlled them. Yeah. He had his knife. He didn't have his knife. He had his he has a knife again, but he was controlling them with and without the knife. So the fact that he got caught up, that's really like, was it that he just got caught off guard that he got caught? Yeah. Because in my mind, Merdrill and Aes Sedai are kind of at the same level. Like, yeah. And he he straight up killed one and manipulated the other to well, the other one wasn't changed. Yeah, well, but that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, he still so, got him chains. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So she lets him go and he heads out to get to go to his followers outside of Tarvalon. So that kind of ends this chapter. Not kind of it ends this chapter. So any thoughts? I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah, but Dan Fane is yeah. creepy. Yeah. Twitch, yeah. you look like you have things you want to tell us. What do you want to say? Yeah. No, no, I'm just I'm just, I'm just listening. It's 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 funny because I normally just listen to you guys, so it's it, I keep forgetting that I'm actually part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All good. He looks like he's like deep in thought, like, huh, he's nailing that, but he's got that wrong. And I, mm-hmm. I can't wait for him to get to this point and for 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 Mandy to get here in the book, and that way we could be like, "Ha, you both were wrong, and you both were absolutely right." So, yeah, I, I think Chris is pretty accurate with that. Is Twitch is hiding his face, so we can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, you guys are mis- you guys are misinterpreting. I'm I'm just enjoying the conversation. Okay. Just don't. I just watch you spill beans by accident. <laughs> deadpan from now on. Oh, I'll just be deadpan. So any no, questions? No. Uh, so Twitch, any questions you have for for Chris before we uh, we we move on, or anything we missed, or or Mandy? No, our Mandy, yeah, our Mandy cool. as well. Um, I mean, you're a first time reader, so maybe stuff that you thought of as you guys went through this just a week ago uh, that maybe we missed, or maybe something. Well, I think you brought up Twitch did this for me too, but he pointed out that Alviran is keeper of the chronicles and how that's mm-hmm. that's a big deal, and yeah, big that deal. was something I had not thought critically about a little bit of a a possibility for some uh manipulation you know master of puppets type thing yes yes you know i I think that's the advantage of not being a first-time reader is you've now seen these names a few times you've already made the connections you already know but again being a person that's engaged to a person that is a first-time reader Every time I talk to Chanel about something, it seems so new to me. And then I'm like, I need to go back and look at that because (laughs) I'm not, I didn't look at it that way, or I didn't think about it that That way, way. or I didn't pick that up at first. Or, and she's much more in tune. Like, she, she really puts energy into reading books. Like, I'm like, I'll get through this. I'll get my own thoughts and ideas together. That's what they're going to be she dissects everything at a whole nother level and she's like asking these questions and i'm like first off i know how bad it is for alan to be in the position he's in but second i really should go back and look at this again maybe i need to do a reread while i'm reading but <laughs> well it, it, it's it's interesting because uh you know maddie is finally now in a new territory so i'm, I'm having to make sure like before it was tricky because i had to, I, I had to try and remember like what she knew and what she didn't mm-hmm. and it basically eventually just got to the point where it was like i'm just not gonna spoil any anything because i can't always remember what she's already read 
Um, but now my wife has just finished the second book. So now I'm doing it on two fronts. Oh, Lord. That's <laughs> yeah. horrible. It's, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. I, I know Ian was going back and listening to him because his girlfriend was starting from the book. So they were listening to it together while they were driving and stuff like that. And he made a couple of comments about just, you know, how different it is. It's, it's, it, it, when you go back and start reading either, even at this point, you go back and you read it, like how young the characters are, like how much they've grown already. Like yeah. it's, it's a, yep. like you don't notice it as you're reading because it's so subtle and such a slow progressive. Then you go back, it's jarring. Like it's I like, mean, I think that's, wow. what hits, that's, <laughs> what, that hits, that's what hits me with Kids. this next chapter that we're about to get into is Rand. Yeah. He's grown so much. Now. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, yeah. Moving on to chapter 20, Jengai Pass. And our chapter symbol is the Aes Sedai symbol. But with so, feathers, but right? With, mm-hmm. but with I got feathers. stuck on that. It was like... We had a whole discussion about yeah. it. Uh, with the, the, the eyelash or something yeah. you call it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, not, it's not a full black. I was like, I don't know if I've ever noticed that before. <laughs> and I read this book, I can't even tell you how many times. Yeah, I think Ian brought it up when we first saw the symbol. He said, like, it was like, it's it, but that's the symbol that's always used for the chapter symbol for the Aes Sedai symbol. It's not the first time we've seen the symbol. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he said, "Is there eyelashes?" I was like, "No, it's supposed to be like black." And yeah, the first time you see this this symbol is uh, chapter twenty of the Great. Of the, uh, oh no, this is the first time. I see this. Never mind. You are right. Okay. It is. Ah, I stay corrected. Feel... <laughs> we yeah, seen we about... Sure, I don't always notice chapter symbols, which I like to call emojis. But okay. um, mm-hmm. I started noticing them in this book. You've seen the dragon's one. fang, and that's what it is. And that's what it was. The dragon's fang yeah. still has the same look to it. Okay, and, and that's where he did the whole eyelash. It looks like eyelash. Yep. Is what he said. That's what it was. This is the first time he saw the full Aes Sedai symbol, which is yeah, the dragon's fang and the flame of all together. Got it. Yep. So we're with Rand, Back which is, makes it that much more confusing. Like, why do we <laughs> have this symbol? It's the ancient symbol, Rand. the Aes Sedai. Um, also, yeah, symbol, no, it's, it's, it's on his flag. It's on his flag. It's also on yep. uh, the symbol that's used for the the seals. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. it's found a lot of different places. It's, it's a it's, symbol of power, but like mm-hmm. we know, the seals are quickly losing their power, and sure, Rand isn't really gaining much traction either. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all and, that. Yeah, and and yeah. So I mean, we start we start with Rand. He's he's working his way through the Jengai Pass, and they explain how tall these mountains are. I mean, these are like these gigantic mountains, and this is not even really a pass. I mean, like it is a pass, but like no one goes through it because it's no one goes over this final world really. I mean, very few people because it's it's. They call it the dragon wall and the spine of the world for a reason. It's a gigantic mountain. Um, it says on one side of the pass, mouth, a sheer cliff had been moved over a hundred paces width and carved a mm-hmm. wind weathered snake entwining a staff, a good 300 spans high monuments or markers or ruler signals. It surely dated from some lost nation. This is talking specifically about one side of the pass. It's a, it's a serpent around a staff. Is that what it was? Like kind of like the medical symbol. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of that. You know, you've seen the, you know, Bacrates, yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you. That's the word I was like. Yeah. <laughs> but the, this was really interesting because, you know, his mind was kind of floating on the past itself and how crazy it was that people 
took the initiative to climb these mountains and mm -hmm. how the height of climbing these mountains you know have killed many yeah and then he brings our attention to what you know could possibly at one point in time have been buildings and a yeah. dock yeah here mm -hmm. and he's like you know maybe at one point in time this span that ran was covered in water even right this might be the mariana trench or something like something pushed up from the uh, from the ground and yeah yeah and, and so, yeah definitely it kind of makes me think about the great breaking in general the breaking of the world like we know we we assume it was caused by one man but maybe it was just a natural disaster because the power was being used so much and maybe oh, the, it was the earth fighting back like no the breaking knows? wasn't caused by one man um, the Dragon Mountain was, but the breaking was okay. uh, was all the men channelers going crazy. So like yeah. every like there's massive amounts of like destruction so going on everywhere. So yeah, push poured mm -hmm. out and, and then so it's kind of like Pangea or whatever all over again. Yeah, and I love how they mention also like he you know, there's rumors that people go up too high and they can't breathe anymore, and he's kind of confused by that. He's like, that doesn't make sense. Like, of course we know people that do like really high mountain summits and things like that obviously you can't breathe up there i mean that's that's a problem with really tall mountains i mean you have uh the death zone in mount everest where you go yeah. you know either you have to train your body to be able to handle it or you have to bring oxygen tanks past a certain point because mm -hmm. there's not enough air up there um, um there's there's a rainbow valley uh and i think i've talked about this podcast before uh, it sounds like a really fun place it's not uh that's on mount everest um if you ever want to look up Rainbow Valley, don't Google it because unless you want to be really disturbed by pictures. <laughs> um, it, it's called Rainbow Valley because everybody has like the colorful parkas and it's where everyone, it's where the oxygen level gets so low that people just drop like flies and die a lot. So it's the entire like side of Mount Everest where it's, it's all colorful of dead bodies. It's all dead bodies and it's too hard to recover the bodies. So it looks like rainbows because all the different blues and reds and everything. And it's all this it dead bodies. It's called, just, Rainbow, it's called Rainbow Valley. Really pretty name. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, kind of disturbing though corpses and parkas yeah so anyways um so yeah so they're making their way to this little town called is it tain 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 say with a tain yeah and um yeah and, and and as they make it through, they can see like dead bodies are hanging from the outside walls and it kind yeah. of disgusts them. So, you know, we got to go back for just a second and take sure. a look at the fact that Moraine's trying to school him. Mm. Like, even with everything going on, and even with him making the moves that he's making, she's still trying to be a diligent teacher and she's thoroughly invested in him. And, you know, it, it's like the why is kind of lost on me. Like what plan does she still have for him? Now I know I've made some predictions and I feel like there's going to be a deeper relationship between the two of them. And I'm wondering if she's already come to the conclusion that there's something more between them than just somebody she found. But, mm. you know, whether it's a, a, a relationship that is through blood or through need, like she realizes now she's lost a lot of power she's lost all traction she has nobody in the tower that's really on her side so she really has to gain i don't want to use the word control sure friendship with rand right nothing else because he's all she's got 
and he's kind of just ignoring her at this point like he's like whatever um yeah he's like she just wants to teach me and i get it but i have too many other things on my mind i feel like for a woman like uh uh moraine who has dedicated herself for so long on one cause and she's finally seeing that cause like like all all of her you know um labors and all you know all all the years that she spent seeking this this one person she's finally found him and i i don't know i always viewed it like she at this point the world could come crashing down she's she she's on her goal Mm -hmm. she sees maybe not the light of the tunnel but she's she's in proximity to the person, the object that she's been seeking for 20 years. And um, so I see where you're coming from, but I, I don't know if, if she like consciously views it that way. Cause she's just, she's, she's, she's blue water. She's just point driven. You know, she, mm-hmm. she's got a goal and she's on her way. Um I think she's just really genuinely starting to care for him as a person. Right. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, so they get up to this this new area and mm-hmm. they see the bodies and Rand realizes somebody's watching them. Clearly can't be an Aes Sedai because if it were an Aes Sedai, they would have already been on top of them. So now it's just a question of who is this yeah. that's watching? We find out kind of. But yeah. Losers. Yeah. It ran the, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it was it was the worst reading this part of listening to this part. And it's like, oh, the the IL came through. Oh, they they ravaged most of your people. They enslaved a large number of your people, and there's a hundred of you left. And so why isn't everybody buried, you losers? Why haven't you taken care of your responsibility to your people? You're letting what your is wrong friends you? rot on the wall. Like, come on. <laughs> like Clean your shit up. <laughs> well, Self preservation's a bitch, you know. There's, I would, it's disease or instant death because you've been commanded by this person. Like the guy that that comes up, I forget his name. He's like speaking to Rand, and he's like, "Oh, the person had the same type of dragons on his arm that you have on your belt buckle." Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a message for for a person that would have the same symbols, and you have these symbols on your belt buckle. So this yeah. is all for you. It's but it's been there. it's been six days, and they haven't taken the bodies down, and they and their excuse is like, well, they said they were scared they might come back, and he's like, uh, six days, come on. Um, yeah, but then he has the message from Kuladin that you know he's going to continue to do much worse on the other piece. So, you know, when he gets into the wetlands and. And this everything. was all really disturbing, by the way, when oh, yeah. when they shared what Kuladin did. It really gross. Women, children, every it didn't matter. He didn't yeah. care. Strip naked, you're gonna be mm-hmm. our slave, or you're gonna be a dead body on the wall. Yep. Like yep. I actually don't blame the folks for not taking them down. I would be PTSD as well, like yeah. terrified. But yeah. pretty gross. Uh, it was pretty sad gross. on Rand's fault because his mind was kind of one track. He's no longer where they were if you had hit him up three books ago he probably would have freaked out and and ran off but now he's become a totally different person yeah 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 and then you know uh then the aiel show up 
um, <laughs> scare the scare the shit out of everybody. Yes. Like, back. Now these are our guys. We're good. Um, you know, Aurora comes up or whatever, and they and they I can't remember exactly what the comments made, but you know, he said ask the IEL that you know make sure that they're they're treated well and fed, and he's kind of like they're tree killers. We don't give a crap about them. Leave them on the wall. <laughs> like, and, and then the Kyrians are like, yeah, well, they're savages, right? It's just this yeah, it's this ongoing, yeah. And you get you get a little bit more of the history about what happened. I mean, we've already talked about this before uh, with the uh, Laymanson, and um, and and that's been talked about in previous books. Um, but it kind of reinforces it here again about what you know why the Aiel um, attacked and what what the wetlands considered to be a uh, the Westlands considered to be a war. Uh, the the Aiel didn't even view it as a war. It was literally no, just, it was just a blood it, feud. It was a yeah, cute. It was a it was, coup. It was just just yeah, just how. Uh, you know, they, they, for, for 500 years, there's peace and this tree had grown as a symbol of peace. And then this guy decided to cut it down to make a throne and the Aiel were pissed because now he had toe. <laughs> I do have to say, I, I, I appreciate Rand, you know, standing up for him, basically saying these, these people broke no oaths. Stop mm-hmm. being a fucking, you know, Stop being a dick. don't take it out on them. They didn't do, they didn't do anything to you. It was one man who was a dick, and you you blame a whole nation for it. Come on, yeah. not just a whole nation. You blame generations. Right, that's that's common in history. I mean, well, that's, yeah, that, yeah, it's very very common in history to have that same opinion um, as generations go by. That like, well, your ancestors did this, and I was like, so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your point? Um, <laughs> like, I didn't do anything. Um, and not to give spoilers from other books, but there it gets into this in another book I'm reading right now um, it, from the Cosmere, uh, you know, where it's, you know, judge me, not, not what anybody else did, um, you know, and big theme there, you know? Yeah. yeah. And if I'm still guilty, yeah. Kill me, but judge me. Don't judge it. Don't judge something I didn't do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but quite often you can't get to that point. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely a, there's definitely large tension um, you know, uh, here um, between the Aiel and the Kyrian. And that's, and, and, you know, and they even talk about even how to give Moraine a pass because she's Aes Sedai, but there's there's huge tension between the, uh, even the forces that support Rand and, and the Kyrians. Yep. Um, so so there's definitely a tension that Rand, you know, is in the back of his mind probably and, and worried about as they're coming into Kyrian. I mean, that's where they're marching into. So those are the lands that they are coming across the wall into. So um yeah and anything else from all this no okay. um did i i did we skip over matt's uh criticism we did we did okay. skip just over go back criticism just a little bit so and it was so brief to be honest with you that i really i don't really know what happened it was brief but i liked it he he started he charged in and was just like where's your century like just saying all this random mm-hmm. battle stuff that you're realizing, oh, he's having his intrusive memories again. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. that was what it really came down to. He was like berating them. He's like, you know, the war wasn't that long ago. And you know, you should have these armaments and battlements established. How come the alarm wasn't raised? How come they were able to get through so easily? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, he straight up says like, I mean, you guys could have even, you, you should have even been able to spot Aiel if you mm-hmm. were paying attention. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sure, I mean the the townsfolk have gotten lazy because they have you know they haven't been attacked for so long. It's like oh nothing's coming out of the waste, right? But yeah. And Lan then isn't there a beautiful moment? Lan like nods with what Matt is saying. Like Lan approves of what <laughs> Matt is saying. Guys, this is something. <laughs> That's something. Yeah. Has that it, happened yet in the book? I think not. I think not. I'm, I think this is the first. But yeah. Is it really Matt? <laughs> No, it's not really Matt. <laughs> I agree. And then something else we, we breezed over as well is just the the whole reaction to uh the Aiel falling rand and what the Shido are doing as far as taking Guy Sean. Yeah. Um, which is very much an Aiel tradition, has nothing to do with what you know, people that don't follow GTO, and that should never be done. It's a blasphemy. Like it's yeah. it's just uh, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Disgusting. To, like, <laughs> yeah, and it's so. cruel because they have no idea why are we being stripped naked and taken as slaves i right. mean th- yeah. they they don't get it <laughs> like it right. makes no sense mm-hmm. Ugh. Right. i feel yeah. bad for them no i mean they they it's, it's bad enough that culloden uh completely you know broke gito but he's basically got an entire clan mm-hmm. and yeah. then the other you know the other I don't know if you want to call them deserters or whatnot. The people that, that have been taken from from the bleakness and and gone and joined, mm-hmm. right? Joined them. So, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's pretty much this chapter. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it really, was it really is. Yeah. There's not much else in this chapter. It's like just, it hit. I was like, well, that was why didn't we do three like i i, I uh, the other one's so long i mean memories yeah, was. wasn't really a long chapter but um yeah, yeah this one's and then uh <laughs> i think the one after this is a pretty long chapter too so that's yeah i'm looking no that's not really that long i think the one after that i think the one after uh something like that i don't know maybe the way it worked out in this uh the spreadsheet <laughs> <laughs> it's really all about the spreadsheet it's, oh, it's, it's not about the length yeah it's about it, it, honestly yeah. the way the way i the way i, I decide how many chapters we're going to do is i i listen to everything on audible so uh-huh. i look at the time the times <laughs> oh yeah yeah so i, I would have been smart to do it that way so i did it before i even had an audible account and i actually went and and found um the entire word count for every single chapter and put it into a spell have the entire word count in excel spreadsheet for each chapter and then and then have it broken out by and it actually turns out that we always listen to about an hour and 20 to an hour and 30 minutes with the audio book yeah i mean it it works out it it must be exhausting being your brain alan i just have to say it's 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 always (laughs) it is exhausting (laughs) yeah it's uh, a it's a baby yes gabrick is with us right now kind of there's a baby there's a baby on the zoom screen yeah give him a better shot having his little burp but want to say hi gabby he says he says hello. Yeah, hello, you. cruel world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He even looks mad. He's like, why am I up so late? <laughs> Why'd you bring me into this forsaken place? More like I'm still hungry. Feed me. Yeah, uh, feed me. Same it's, thing. I was fine on the inside. And then she yeah. broke me out. Yeah, <laughs> I was comfortable. <laughs> it was a sauna. Now yeah. it's a Arctic tundra. It was actually a, a, a my my since my wife's pregnant, you know, she's getting all the stories from older people and, you know, about 
you know, pregnancy stories, even though it's our third child. And my, my dad was talking about how one of his coworkers was pregnant and, you know, it, he had already had kids and, and he made the comment to her saying that like, you know, it's a lot easier when they're inside than when they come out. <laughs> and her response back was like, I want my body back. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's nice uh, to sleep on my stomach again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, this is at this point, you know, when you're like 39 weeks, it's like, yeah, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care how hard it is when it comes out. I want it out. <laughs> um, yeah. My, my wife's there. I think we're at 38 weeks. So we're, we're, we're right right there um but yeah anyway um so yeah that's how we end this uh this this chapter anything we missed i mean it's a really short chapter no, it was super yeah. short oh, I, yeah. I, I, I get I there think we... there's dead bodies everywhere yeah i think there's it's like, it's guys. mostly emphasizing Kuladin's still a dick and... yeah and that there are some real dangers here um you know come across in in alliances and, and there's definitely yeah. some some posturing and some things that that Rand needs to think about as well and the fact know. that giato is no longer really being practiced yeah. here well, is this it, it, did we breeze over was this where we met derek twitch do you remember we just talked about this Clans, no. um uh yeah 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 derek derek yes. was with uh with uh ruark yes. when when they came up the slopes yeah. and they scared yeah. all the, the... Uh, twitch yeah. you may as well share your favorite map moment with derek well shit you're putting me on the spot now i don't remember when derek goes i can't believe kuladin would ever do such a thing oh, oh that's yeah, right that's i quoted funny. it that's right i yeah. quoted it um no, Where I remember it? now what you're talking about. I really wish. Hold on a second. Where is it at? It's like Who's you can't believe first? that this guy <laughs> who did this, that, and the other wouldn't do this, that, and the other too. Oh man, hold on. We're gonna find that because that was a good interesting <sighs> exchange. Yeah. Sorry, I'm... it's okay. Should have highlighted it. No. Matt is Twitch's favorite character, just for the fandom. To know. I, he's he's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he's a good yeah. I I also very much love Tom Merrill. Here it is. Kuladin has abandoned Giato. Derek sounded as though he, he was saying stones had grown wings. Matt guided Pips closer using his knees. He had never been more than an indifferent rider, but sometimes when he was thinking of something else, he rode as though born on horseback. That surprises you, he said. After everything he's done already. The man would cheat at dice with his mother. <laughs> that was it. That yeah, was that's like, cool. yeah. It's just funny. <laughs> like he's right, but call him out. Like he wouldn't even do his mama right. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't he do us right? Right. About time you realize this, Derek. Come on. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, just a fun map moment. You know. Yeah. So anything else we missed? I think we need to keep an eye on that Derek person. He might be a problem. <laughs> He's, oh no, he's yeah. cool. He's 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 the he's one of the the Fetchies? sorry. Now we're we're going. No, well, he's one of the clans that was mirroring them, right? He yeah, hadn't joined cool. them yet, and so okay. he's one of the new joiners. So yeah. so that's cool. Like yeah. like we we like the new joiners who don't join Kuladin, right? Yeah, we're not gatekeepers here. We we like we like new people come in the fold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> More the merrier. More know? the merrier. Yeah. yeah. I, I I was gonna ask you earlier though, Chris. Uh, what do you like? What are your predictions that? from 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 here what what's going to happen once they get through the pass and uh what like what's well, your anticipation right now ruling things no one's in the in civil war 
Yep. So and and the Tyrion the Tyrians have come up from the south because that was one thing Rand commanded them to do before he headed out to the waste yeah. at the beginning of book four. He got the so the Tyrion question nobles. is will Rand be able to unite everyone under the banner okay. and. No. I mean, with the power of the Aiel at his side and the influence that he has through them. Right. I think so, it's safe to say that he's going to definitely take hold and take charge. Yeah. And so, become king of Kyrian or something. Okay. Okay. So, so, I mean, so politically what's going on is Kyrian's in civil war. The Tyrians are being sent up from Moran. Ravine has sent some forces over as well from Caneland. So you have kind of a, and then, of course, the civil war and the the, the, the people within the country uh, vying for power as well. Um, whereas the Tyrians are told not to conquer; they're there to support and give food. Camelin might be man, that's right, led by Forsaken. So <laughs> that's a whole different story. But yeah, so you you have a big kind of crossroads here, and then Shido, and of course Rand coming back in with his Oiel army. It's an interesting little uh, landscape that we're marching into. That's for sure. Um, Stable would not be a word that would describe this. <laughs> yeah. It's all going to be quite interesting. To say that yeah. uh, exactly. I'm ready to keep reading. I actually almost made the mistake. Like I said, that we, we must be supposed to be going three chapters. Yeah. So, um, um, well, predictions. I mean, Cleveland asked you about predictions going for any other predictions from these chapters that highlight. Sorry, I stole that from you. No, it's okay. No, you're you're fine. I guess the, <laughs> the biggest prediction is is you know uniting this group, and then yeah, I think you know he's going to give the blues, and they're going to systemically go after the pieces of the puzzle that he needs to okay make it all this works. All right, cool. You know, I always get lost. There's so much in Ranland that for me it's hard to make predictions because I feel like just speaking of literature. Yeah. you know arcs and whatever i'm like there's got to be a lot of ups and downs toil and whatever trauma before rand gets anywhere like i'm almost like how many books before yeah. he achieves you know chris you have great predictions but I'm like how many books will it take yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> i feel like nothing's going to be easy for rand and who knows if he ends up in another portal world whatever you know because we also don't forget leandrin's or yeah. not leandrin um oh my gosh lady of the night what's her Land- name uh, fear. <laughs> she's she's a pretty scary lady mm-hmm. anyway um but chris i am curious what do you think about more gays like as far as predictions for more gays's arc oh more gays is definitely going to meet up with the blues okay okay i have everybody kind of collapsing in on the blues at one time okay uh, like oh, this okay. is that book where they're going to kind of come together regroup mm-hmm. find out that they've got some some help Okay, and then I, I don't want to say necessarily turning to Rand, but turning to like the fellowship of like Rand and Sanchen and uh, not Sanchen, but Sanchen, Swan. Oh, Swan, Swan, okay, Swan Sanche, um, Sanche. Don't make that. <laughs> yeah, not the Sanche. Not the slaver. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we could have some of them involved. But I, they're, I think, they're still around. Yeah, I mean, we never know. Some of them might be involved, but I think we're gonna kind of bring the minds together, and then kind of break, like have that huddle, get the game plan together, and then break. And then we're gonna have people like Swan helping to train our our ladies up 
because she may now not have power, but she still has knowledge. And then, you know, Rand's got his person training him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to discuss the fact that they need to find a source to defeat, you know, the Dark One. And then maybe Rand goes off and starts talking about the fact that he's got the little idols and he just needs to get Egwene and Nynaeve trained up so they could use the female statue and he can use the male statue. And maybe that's how they destroy the yeah. Dark One or... Yeah, maybe they come up with a way to strengthen the seals, like. Okay. But there has to be this meeting, and they're gonna have to be in a very fairy-like land, and there's gonna be waterfalls, and they're gonna circle a stone. There's gonna be a a unicorn, and um, exactly. I mean, Tom's gonna ride when he goes in Scotland because it's the national animal of Scotland. Unicorn. No, it is. Like, I thought someone was joking with me when they first told me that. I was like, I looked it up on Google. That's the national animal of of Scotland. Is <laughs> the unicorn. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, favorite character, Chris. That's a hard one to choose. This is a really good, like, group of chapters. I know mine from these chapters, but that's uh, well, I never, I never give mine. <laughs> you don't ever give yours. Now it's been a very long time, at least, since you're giving yours. Um. Who are my characters? I mean, Padden Fane was quite manipulative and got away uh-huh. with literally murder and escape death. So yeah. I hate to say it, but I'm gonna give it to Padden Fane for the okay the first chapter because okay I mean to make it out of there alive with the hole again and to have the power, and then okay. my second if you look at the second chapter, um, I guess I'm gonna have to give it to Moraine. Okay. Because she's learned how to work Rand over because the part we skipped over was Rand saying, hey, you got to give Rand his props. I realize that you know more than I do, that you, you've been in the game longer, you're vital, so I'll be keeping you a lot closer. So yeah. I got to give it to Moraine because she has made her way back, if she was ever there, into his inner circle. Yeah. Honestly, if anything, she's I think she's closer oh, now yeah, than she has before now that she's like playing like the the game. Yeah, yeah. Now that she's 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 playing more like the subservient advisor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think now now if if he's gonna trust her, this is the time for it. So yeah. Who's your favorite event, uh, uh, Mandy? Um, out of these two chapters, I yeah. would probably jump on Linny. That's who I was going to say. Just, Lenny. just straight into the point. I almost, I was thinking earlier, you guys are chatting about her, you know, just being grandmotherly. I'm like, and she's kind of a fairy godmother too. Just like, I will wait till you need me. And then when you need me, I'm going to help you. Yeah. But until then I'll just watch you and yeah, think Lin- how I, I love Lenny. Like, yeah. Just her sayings, everything. It's just great. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I hope someone out there has a like book of Linny's sayings. Or I, I think there is. There's got to be. There's got to be at least one. Yeah, I think there's a there's forums, and you can probably go online. Dragon yeah. Mountain probably has it, or Tarvalon.net or something. But yep, sounds good. Um, yeah. So next time we'll be covering three chapters. So Chris, you are going to get three next time. <laughs> there you go. So 21, 22, 23, which is the gift of a blade. Bird calls by night, and the fifth I give to you, mm. or the fifth I give you—that's what it's not. I give mm. to you, the fifth I give you. Sounds like Star Wars to me. 
Mm, sounds like liquor to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what that. I believe the fifth. One, two, three, four, five, fifth. Dave Chappelle skit. Uh, yeah, are, are that. Uh, yeah, I think at UVA, uh, University of Virginia, they do uh, fourth year fifths. My brothers both went there. Uh, so like at the end there at the end of their fifth or fourth year, I mean, I've seen a year, they all get a fifth of whatever alcohol and they do their fourth year fifths. Nice. Really drunk year. Somebody's going to die. You know, the gift no. of the Okay. <laughs> Bird calls by night. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> you know, that, that one, the owl, do we have a person that's connected to the owl yet? Do we have like a, one of the the heroes from the horn or anything connected to the owl no wasn't there olga owl eyes <laughs> trying to make something Sorry. out of nothing um, <laughs> but then the fifth i give you that's got everything to do with that uh good old rum that they had in the back yeah <laughs> Oh, so apparently in the in the companion the wheel of time companion there is a whole entire section on lenny saints all right there you go. go. And I have the companion, so I can look it up. But yeah, I keep trying to win it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> give away, give away more of those companions. Huh? <laughs> it's 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 just a reference guide. There's no there's no storylines. It's literally like a dictionary or encyclopedia. It's like, like entries. Um, it's not like the big white book. Um, um, I just got that one for Christmas, and I I poured through it a little bit, but that that one actually had a lot more like substance but it's not it's not it, like it, so so wasn't that one because i i have that one i think i bought that like shortly after it first came out that was written after book seven i think it come out it might have it has a lot of extra information the big white book has a ton of extra stuff like it stuff, does. You, stuff that's not mentioned in the books at all like just world tons of world building stuff yep yep um Whereas the companion was written after the whole entire series was over with, um, uh, yeah, someone just said the big white book of bad art is not canon though. Um, that, not that's yeah, canon. exactly. It's it's it, there's yeah. a lot of contradictions in there. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of contradictions in the companion too. Um, there there's stuff in the companion that's wrong, and, and there's stuff that's directly contra- contradicting to stuff that happens in the text, um, just because. Who wrote it? <laughs> so, so Harriet, uh, you know Robert Jordan's widow, and and his two assistants, uh, Alan and Maria, wrote the companion. And Brandon Sanderson was not involved, so there's stuff from Brandon Sanderson's writings that did trick, like, like okay, critics, but okay, that's how they wanted it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's and there's some other stuff too, but it's 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 not 100, uh, but it's still a good reference guide just to some general information too, like the companion is. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah so cool um thank you guys so much for coming we got the gleams yeah. apprentice here thank you guys for so much coming so how can people find you support you listen to you like where where's what's your social media tags like what how can people ch- plug into the gleams apprentice so we're we're a pretty small podcast that is not overly involved in social media but you can find us at uh um Lee man's apprentice uh yeah, the Glee Man's Apprentice, pretty much on any podcast platform. Okay. Um, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Um, okay. Not overly active. Okay. But 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 you can find us. Okay. We're around. We're there. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for having us. Oh, yeah. Thank no you. Problem. Yeah, it was yeah. great timing. I gotta say. So. Yeah, your your baby did well. Throughout the yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Just, maybe I need to talk wheel of time more often. I don't. I definitely think Gabrick was my favorite yeah. character from the characters. Yeah, yeah. Grumpy face. <laughs> yeah, grumpy face. Good deal. Yeah. So how we can be found, we can found at the wheel reads on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, YouTube, any podcast platform everywhere, everywhere. Uh, our website is the wheel Um, you can email us at the wheel reads at gmail.com. And, um, and also through the website, you can find lots of links such as to our merchandise store. Um, we have t-shirts, frosty mugs, hoodies, shot glasses, just lots of stuff. Um, new designs are coming. I said it, I said it every time. So at some point they're, they're coming, <laughs> um, maybe, maybe in three years, but they'll be there. Uh, so, time, right? uh, yeah, they'll be there eventually. Uh, we're not, it's yeah, it's, it's at this point, it's almost like a running joke, uh, but yeah, they, they'll be there. Uh, we had some preliminary designs actually the other day from our graphic designer. So maybe, uh, so <laughs> we'll see, uh, keep, keep, keep checking it out. There might be more. Um, so yeah um also you can support us just by listening to us also best way to support us is probably through patreon um like i said uh it, we get a lot of extra perks with that um you get to listen to these live recordings on our discord server with, with our patreon membership uh with a little higher tier you get uh early access to the episodes um, sometimes video sometimes audio depending on how good the quality is on said stuff <laughs> so mm. um if we don't have good uh video quality it's just audio but yeah um but we do um uh, do early releases for our higher levels and then up from there you get merch and there's lots of different things different tiers so um yeah go check it out uh patreon think about joining um and if you don't that's fine just keep listening to us go ahead and write reviews that's fine too um I, I enjoy reading those um good and bad uh they always uh i enjoy all of them um so um yeah as far as uh, that's all i got for this week so i guess i'll say until next time <laughs> i was wondering about that I was like, no okay bye, bye. <laughs> i hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to the wheel reads see y'all next time <laughs>